Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. Today, we're going to have an episode for you guys who are aiming to marry. Now, I've talked about this before in past episodes, and I think to a certain extent, there's been an evolution in my content, perhaps the last year, year and a half, where I was telling you to unmistakably not marry because of all the pitfalls. But now I'm telling you, look, who am I to tell you what to do? All I can do is like, I'm the messenger. I will tell you some of the pros and many of the cons, especially with the women out there today to marriage. Think 25 years from now, for example, that 28 year old, what is she gonna look and act like when she's 53? Think of all the shit tests, think of all these things we've talked about, but I understand that many of you men wanna marry. So. Today we're going to talk about the bait and switch. I have a, a call, not a colleague, I guess an acquaintance of mine, and you guys know I'm a traditional Catholic. Traditional Catholic, essentially, like we pray and practice our faith like our ancestors did for 2,000 years. So the church is, you know, more modern churches since 1970. They changed the mass, and so a traditionalist, just so you know, because I, I use that term quite a bit. Traditional Catholic praise the way we prayed in the 1500s, 1300s, 1100s, and so forth. Anyway, so I had a traditional Catholic man message me, and he was telling me how he met a trad Catholic woman, and everything seemed well, but then when they got close, she started going cluster B, raging. She had uh, some addiction issues. He staged an intervention. She saw it as an attack, so she accused him of some sort of uh, assault, and then they went to court and he's had to exonerate himself or something like that. I really want him to come on to do an anonymous interview because uh, it's a good example of the bait and switch. Because we always think about bait and switches in the kind of secular riding the C-O-C-K carousel, I have no morals kind of woman. But you find it even with the traditional conservative, the trad cons, the, the, the women that men who want to marry are looking for. You'll certainly find it there. And look, the episode we'll talk about today can certainly apply to you women looking for a man and then he pulls the bait and switch. So the bait and switch is a major problem because look, you could find someone who parrots what you want. And in fact, you commonly see this. Uh, and look, this is, and by no means am I saying that everybody who does this is a cluster B one of the cluster B personality disorders, and I have episodes on this if you scroll back. I'm not, not to say they're, they're a borderline personality or narcissistic personality disorder, but understand that some of these people, when they meet you, if, especially if they've known you or if they've been social media trolling you, they kind of know your interest and what you like. So if they see you as, as a high-end guy, high sexual market value guy, they can tailor their personality to what they think you want. We know this; these are value, values chameleon women. 
They really don't represent anything. We have past episodes on this. You know, what would you die for? Uh, 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 what, you know, men, what would you die for? You know, my faith, my country. You know, men will list off things, but women can. Women are more fungible in their in their in their values, and they could just change it depending on what the guy is. And not all women, okay, I'm saying, but there are many women who are like that. That's why you see like the Runaway Bride, uh, old Julia Roberts movie where she's she's one thing to one guy when she's engaged to that guy, then she changes into another guy when she thinks that guy wants that person and so forth. So if you meet a woman who, who thinks you're the catch, and also understand at the beginning of a relationship, uh, we, we, we project qualities we want the other person to have too. It's a double whammo. But if she if she knows you're conservative or you're a Republican or you're religious or you like I don't know Formula One or soccer or something, anyways, so you 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 fall for each other and then you start talking about you start dating whatever and hopefully you're not having sex but the sex will exacerbate it because it blinds you, and then you get to the point where you start making you start talking about marriage let's say, and at this point you're red pill aware, so you're like oh I know better. I know better, but I'm going to ask her questions. And if she's telling you, you know what? If we get married, I'll give you sex every day. Or we'll pray together every night. Or I will never rage at you. Or all these things. Now, a lot of guys who are blue pill would be like, oh my God, I found the unicorn. And even purple pill men will be like, wow, this sounds too good to be true. But oh my God, I found the unicorn. And then red pill men will be like, yeah, I've heard this before. Where's the proof? And that's where you need to be on one level. You have to be the cynic. Where is the proof? The proof is in the pudding. Actions speak louder than words. I mean, like how many phrases do we have to have? So you can delineate or sketch out things about like, if we were to get married, this is what I would want you to do for our entire marriage. And we have an episode like the five qualities that high SMV, high SMV men want in their women. So to review, it's going to be obedience, kindness, sexual availability, age, well, and virtue. She could be like, yeah, I'll stay in shape. I'll give you all the sex you want. Oh, I'll never rage at you. But, but, but what, what proof do you have that this is true? Now, if you bring this up to the woman, of course, she'd be like, it's my word. It's my honor. What does that mean? That, that's not empirical. And look, again, women, if you're listening to this, same thing. A man would be like, I'm going to do this and this and this. I'll never get addicted to alcohol and I'll never watch porn and I'll always work and I'll, you know, I'll never turn into an effeminate mangina or whatever it is. Okay, well, you know what? So, so how do you know? And this is the problem with post-fall, in other words, post-original sin marriage, especially poisoned by no-fault divorce and the secularist values that are imbued in America today, is the only way you can find out if the woman is truthful in what she promises is by getting married. And at that point, you're in too deep. You're in too deep. So she's like, yeah, I'll never gain weight. Yeah, I'll always give you sex. Yeah. Five years in, those things have gone away. Because what's your leverage at that point? Women are the gatekeepers of sex. Men are the gatekeepers of relationships. Once you've signed the Faustian Pact, where's your leverage? You have lost a lot of your leverage. Unless you're like hyper alpha male. And say, look, because remember, if she understands that she is your only source for sex, 
competition anxiety goes away, right? So women are attracted to men who attract other women. Right? I'd rather be share an alpha than be saddled with a beta. But if you marry and she realizes, or even she can realize this when you're dating, that his only outlet for sex is me, then that competition anxiety goes away, right? She wants to prove to you that she, she wants to win the prize. But when she's won the prize, where is the impetus for her to continue that? Even the most tradcon of tradcon women would admit subconsciously that it's true. The, the impetus is, is gone away a little. It's gone away a little. So it's a humongous risk because yes, are there unicorns out there? I have expressly and, and emphatically said, yes, there are. I would say most of these are religious women, but I mean, not like mega church evangelical church group women, but I mean like hardcore Eastern Rite Orthodox or Catholic or maybe Baptist or Mormon women who do take their values, who vow seriously. There are unicorns who do treat their men well, but there are things that you need to do on your side to guarantee that she still treats you well because women, no offense, are almost like children and they need to be handled a certain way. And a lot of tricon women who are honest with themselves will be like, yeah, you know, we are like children. We don't like to make, we don't like to make decisions. It causes anxiety. And we like men who are going to keep us in our place. Okay. Now, so the onus is on you to be masculine and keep her in her place. So there's like two parts of this episode. So one part is ultimately you won't know if you, quote, struck gold with the tradcon woman unless you marry her because she could promise you the world. And again, women, you're listening to this. This man could say the same thing. Promise you the world and, and you think you found this composite sketch, perfect amalgam of a spouse because they're telling you everything you want to hear. But those are just words until you sign the vows. And as usual, like women, if you're listening, yeah, of course, you have some risk here too. But men have the disproportionate amount of risk when it comes to marriage. And if you can't acknowledge that, then you have high levels of solipsism more than the typical woman would. So that's one thing is when you are talking to a woman and the woman is telling you, the woman's telling you, oh, I'll never change. I'll always be obedient and age well. In other words, don't get fat, get bad plastic surgery. How do you know it's going to happen? How do you know that's going to happen? Now, that, that, this is part one. We'll do part two on a separate episode of she'll say these things and honestly, she might believe it. But now the onus is on you to do certain steps in the marriage to make sure that she's held accountable. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. If you have an Apple product, you can only do it if you have an Apple product. It'll only take you five seconds. I am the most reviewed and episoded Red Pill MGTOW channel out there. There are two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. Please make a small donation help to defray the cost of hosting this on the server because I don't make any money from this. Hence, you don't hear any advertisement. And there's also a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website. Go click on that and listen to all the past episodes. And there's tons of articles. Lastly, subscribe and follow to all three feeds. The Awakened Man, the Female, Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music, courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.